0: Joe here, welcoming you to edition number 57, Joe vs. the World. We've got a concept show today. We're going to talk about the history of rap music and wrestling. And to help guide me through this journey is a very sober Tanvir Rekweeb. Tan, how you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. I'm just thinking about all the things that we can talk about in the hip-hop. You know, it started in South Bronx, Karras, One, you know, EPMD, MC Shan, Nas, Omatics, Wu Tang, Ice Cube, uh, Punjabi MC—the list goes on. Mm. Hip hop and wrestling.
0: That's right. I don't know why I thought about this. It was just something that popped into my head. Maybe I was watching an old Men on a Mission match. But I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of crossover here. Besides rap being integrated into wrestling, you hear a lot of uh, of uh, wrestling references and rap lyrics, like the classic. I mean, uh, do, should I do this right? I slayed yeah. M MC- oh let me uh I slayed MCs back in the rec room era. My style broke motherfucking backs like Ken Patera.
1: Ken Patera
0: From the JZA, Liquid the Swords. GZA,
1: that is a great album. Legend uh the Liquid Swords album. Everybody should cop that, you know. Either buy it, download it, you know. It's great. And anything with Wu Tang, there's gonna be something about wrestling and their lyrics like Rizza, you know. Talks about stopping people like Wahoo McDaniel, you know. Yep. So, I mean, come on now. I mean, Wu Tang loves wrestling, you know. I mean, you can just watch the VH1 special, the VH1 um, what's that? The Eagle Trip, where they t- the Eagle Trip show on mm-hmm. VH1, where they bring up wrestling, and RZA is talking about how um, he learned about Samoans from watching wrestling. <laughs> And watching Afansika, that's how that's the first. That's how we learned about Samoans. Yeah, man, I can say right. I can say right now that that's how I learned what Samoans were. I didn't know what Samoan people were until I saw the Samoans. <laughs> I really did think they did. They actually ate brains and stuff, you know. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, well, yeah, man.
0: If you uh, well, there's a lot of crossover with rap. They're kind of they have their similarities. A lot of the the showmanship uh, feuds, I guess, and uh, and I guess promos and the. I, I wish I wish Tom K was was doing this instead of me because he pull all this awesome shit about I don't know the history of rap, but I, yeah, I
1: can't do it either. But I'm gonna fake it like I can. Awesome, oh, it's gonna be fine.
0: So. Yeah, I have a uh, two caveats before we go on. We're gonna miss uh, a ton of stuff because there's you know I don't really give a shit yeah. about Timbaland and the divas last week. You know that's not really terribly no, vital. No, not really. No, yeah. and uh, I'm uh, I'm not the the most foremost expert on rap music. I'm going to rely on you a lot. I'm a very white man, so uh, that's probably going to shine through. The chances of I'm a me very saying brown
1: man oh, too. that works so out it's great. Shine though. through too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know where to. S- uh, oh, go ahead. All right. Um, basically, what I did because I understand that uh, a lot of research was put into this. You making a thread. On the uh, Death Valley Driver message board That's that right. went like four pages or whatever. Mm-hmm. On the now uh, now dead uh, nonstick wrestling yes. forum, I guess it's been killed off and stuff. So I decided to go my own way, and I went on. A, actually went on a hip hop forum and actually asked. I actually put a. I actually uh, started my own thread about what re- wrestling references there were in hip hop. Mm. You know. So I got a whole bunch of quotes from people and uh, yeah. So I mean I I'll hook you up too, you know. I mean this is a right. decent, of least. Alright.
0: You know? I don't know, like I don't know really know where to start. I mean, you hear a lot of stuff, you hear about like a breakdancing gimmicks in the eighties. It's it's hard to say, but uh I guess we'll start with a Russell Rock rumble, which uh I know I sent you yeah. this. This was, this was like an old commercial from the AWA. It was a takeoff of the Super Bowl shuffle more than a, an attempt to uh, acclimate rap music. In fact, why don't we listen Uh-oh. to a sample of it right yeah, now? Yeah, let's. Let's listen right now. I'm Kurt Hennig. And Big
2: Scott Hall. As tag team champs, we'll take on them all. So bring on the long riders, those dirtball dumbbells. We'll smear those dicks and do the Wrestle Rock Rumble. rock uh-huh. uh-huh. and I'm here to say we've got the greatest wrestlers in the A.W.A., but you're not here to listen to me mumble, let's fill you in on the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Get on! Wrestle
3: Rock, be there. We're the
2: Midnight Rockers, Sean and Marty. We love to wrestle. And we love to party. You don't have to worry, we're not gonna fumble. cause we'll be shaking through the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Ow! Wrestle Rock I'm the chief, and that's not funny. I got my army, a lot of money. If Gagne in my way, I make him crumble. He be sorry. I did the Wrestle Rock Rumble.
3: Wrestle Rock,
2: be there. I'm Jerry Blackwell. I want the see. I want to get my hands on that pencil neck geek. As I watch the E.D.F. fumble, I'm gonna make my splash in the Wrestle Rock Rumble.
3: The A.W.A. You, me, and Wrestle Rock.
2: I'm Greg Gunn, and I'm in a
3: race.
2: I want Brody, and I want him in a cage. A high-flying dropkick will make him see double. I grind him up at the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Woo! Wrestle Rock. I'm Kurt Hennig. and Big Scott Hall. And tag team champs, will take on them all. So bring on the long riders, those dirtball dumbbells. We'll smear those boots. Use the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Rock Winkle, I've got a passion. I'll get the title back from the humanoid Hanson. I've got the brains, and I'm not humble. I'll take the belt back and do the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Wrestle Rock. People, Tonya, Wrestle Rock, 86, be mm-hmm.
1: I won't be through
2: till I get done slapping around Scott the Duke. Gonna beat the ugly bartender into a bundle and laugh all the way doing Wrestle Rock Rumble. Ow! This game dark got a mouth that won't quit, but I'm Scott and one wanna smack a little shit. And when I'm through, you won't be able to mumble. I'll be left alone doing the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Yeah! Just one last word from the former champ, Burn, but give it a lot of thought to one more turn. There's some old scores that still give me trouble, and I'm starting to get the urge to do the Wrestle Rock Rumble. <laughs>
3: so
2: there you have it, and now you know him, and on April 20th, it's at the dome. So get your ticket to be under the bubble, because you two can be doing the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Do
3: it! Wrestle <clears throat> Rumble. Rock-a-Rock rock, Rumble. The
2: Rock-a-Rock rock, Rumble.
0: Rock-a-Rock uh, rock, Rumble. Boy, that was something else, huh?
1: Wow, that was the most mind blowing, amazing thing I ever heard in my life. Like I swear my life has just been you know, it's it's I, I can't even Put the words or the adjectives or the verbs together to describe the feeling that is just going through my brain and my heart and my lungs right now. I'm just amazed.
0: Yeah, I can honestly say that my life is completely different after I heard the Wrestle Rock Rumble. It's, I mean, it's weird. It's coming from the AWA, the old stodgy AWA of all places. But you know, if you want to hear Scott Hall rap, then uh, I guess there you go. Mm-hmm. But but uh, let's see.
1: Moving I have on a question man oh please about go ahead that. oh go ahead oh okay the Sheikh that's Sheikh adnan L Casey rapping right
0: I do believe so or, yes
1: Wow so you had an Iraqi man rapping on a song which might have been the first you know I don't think there are too many Iraqis huh. that were actually rapping back in the early 80s you know so I mean if you want to think about the hip-hop movement going going on in the Middle East you would have to consider Sheik Adnan L. Casey to be a hip-hop pioneer.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, a... like, he might be the KRS-One of Iraq, you know? And you also got another Sheik in Jerry Blackwell. He's another Sheik. Yeah, So, you got yes. two Sheiks on that. Now, you don't have the Iron Sheik on no, it. No, sadly Georgia. no. No. But you do have Kurt Hennig, and he, he's all right. But what I learned from that song I mean, because I, I never really watched any Greg Gagne matches because, like, he was kind of, like, before my time. And yeah. I wasn't going to – I wasn't tape trading at the age of eight or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you know I wasn't really doing that. But I, I was just amazed at just hearing his incredibly shrill voice as he says, get down! You know, I mean, yeah I don't know. Like, I'm supposed to feel your dropkick or something. <clears throat> I don't know, man. And isn't he wearing, like, a Rambo outfit? I think this like was that. his
0: Rambo phase.
1: I, why did he have to change gimmicks? Why couldn't he just be Vern's son? Or, the, I mean, wrestling, you know... I don't know. I mean, if if Vern could be the wrestling legend or just be, like, the consummate wrestler, was Greg, like, that bad of a wrestler that he had to change his gimmick up?
0: I don't want to... High a, he was a high he
1: flyer. He was a high flyer. He was a Rambo. I mean, yep. what the fuck? I mean, he could just be Vern's son Greg and just be great, but... I guess maybe the people who didn't take to him that well—is that it?
0: I don't want to uh, to speculate on uh, on a man who shares my namesake. I I can't put the bad mouth on him. So.
1: All right, you can't you can't crap on him. No, I really but, can't. I mean, but many I mean, others where's can. Where's the crusher? Where's the bruiser? Where's, where's crusher and bruiser? That, mm. Those are two people that should have been on the rap, and they're not. You know. Yep. And there's that line about uh, I forgot was it was like. Some guy named, like, Scott McGee, where he says, slap the little shit or whatever. <laughs> and, and they bleep out the shit. Mm. I'll
0: What's have to, that, I'll to double check that. but
1: uh. Yeah, but you know that part where, where yeah. they, they kind of, like, edit that out. And then they have, like, the broads in the video, the Playboy broads, who keep on saying Russell Rock. Yep. Like that's supposed to really get you to come to the arena to see the show. Yeah, it's gonna get someone know. living in
0: Milwaukee to uh, drop the cheese and. Uh,
1: when was this video made, by the way? When was the song made?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, around there, I guess maybe, e, e- seven off to, I don't have an exact date, but it had been around there.
1: So they're like combating like the whole WWF like rock and wrestling stuff by trying to be cool.
0: I guess that was their idea, yeah.
1: But they all sounded like really retarded, and like it's kind of sad that like the one who actually, the best one who actually stayed on beat was was Vern Gagne. Yeah,
3: he had some rhythm there. <laughs> he
1: actually stayed on beat, and you could actually hear all the words that he was saying because everybody else sounded horrible. Yeah, well.
0: Wow. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of the WWF, I was uh, trying to remember what was going on back then, and I remember Run DMC was at WrestleMania five to perform the WrestleMania yeah. rap. Whose house? I remember that. Trump's house. That's right. And it was it was super funny because Gorilla Monsoon, when they were done, he's like, huh, yeah. How about that? And you could tell he's like, you know, this is bullshit, but couldn't come out yeah, and say I, that.
1: It's kind of sad. I, I I don't know. It was kind of like a dark day for hip-hop, you know. I mean, run d at WrestleMania. And I remember sitting there watching. I was at some dude, somebody's house watching the WrestleMania 5 and seeing run d come out. And, um, just, the crowd was just dead, and from what I remember, you know. Yeah, they did not like, react. At all. And I thought that was, like, kind of cool. I thought they were cool, because, like, they had, like, the out, I always thought, like, their fashion was, like, kind of cool and neat, but, like, Maybe just the wrestling audience in New Jersey just didn't take the hip-hop by then. It took it took, it, it took time. I mean, yeah. until Limp Bizkit put out Nookie, you know, that's when hip-hop really meant something in New Jersey. You know? <laughs> New Jersey. It's just too bad, man. Uh,
0: well, this was 89. man. It's all about the Nookie. Yeah, no, it's
1: all uh, about the Nookie. Yeah. Hip-hop classic right there. <laughs> it's right on top of there with the symphony, you know?
0: So. Yes. Moving along... Uh kind of obscure the uh wrestle war 90 rap if if you remember back then uh there used to be the pay-per-view channel i'll cover it don't worry this is uh this is all me and uh they used to have the pay-per-view channel they continuously ran previews for movies and ads for pay-per-views and wcw decided to do a rap song for this Uh pay-per-view coming up and and the i don't know who rapped this but they they rapped about every match I couldn't find a sample of it. I, I don't know if I could do it justice. You're Talking about Ric Flair, the king of biology, against Sting. Some about etymology.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Believe me, if you, if anyone who heard this, probably because I saw the commercial ten thousand times. But if you saw this once, I'm sure it's burned in your mind, and I'm going to take this with me to my mm-hmm. grave because it's you know a mm-hmm. wild a wild thing you see. So for more information, call your cable company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, call them. Uh, That's right. Yeah. T H E. Moving along to uh, staying with WCW, we had PN News, who showed up in 1991, very early, if not the first uh, actual rap gimmick. He was actually mm-hmm. a rapper. He rapped, you know, the Yo Baby, Yo Baby, Yo. He, he mm-hmm. wore these these bright neon colors, and he was very, very fat. He was essentially a one-man version of the Fat Boys. Um, I have
1: some things to say about PN News. because. Oh. I mean, I didn't watch WCW back in the day because I was a hardcore WWF mark as a kid growing up. And any time I watched WCW, I felt like I was, like, cheating or whatever. (laughs) For some reason, I just loved watching WWF. I couldn't take the WCW or NWA or whatever was going on. Mm -hmm. But um, I did see a match between him and Rick Rude where Rude, like, pretty much knocked him out with a clothesline. Oh, yeah, I think I I heard that match. Yeah, he like this, he like decapitated him with this like short arm clothesline and they had like a little um they had a little footage of like I think like they had like a little the little screen on the upper left hand corner of Axel Rotten cutting a promo on PNU's
3: <laughs> you, know, Jesus.
1: Because, you know punk you know punk rock, you know, punk rock versus hip hop, you know, it was really gonna be a big thing in W C W around that time but Wow. You know, I mean I had to put an Axl rotten Reference somewhere in this you know. sure, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's too bad, you know, that hip hop wasn't taken off at that point because PnU could have been a huge star, you know. Instead, you know, he ended up wrestling in fucking Norway or whatever.
3: <laughs> that's
1: and he, true. He yeah, like he wrestled like, with, with Chris Hero in here in Europe or whatever, and he became a baldy. I remember he was a baldy for like a couple of weeks.
0: That's right. So. He did show up in uh, in ECW, but
1: yeah. I mean, he had a cool he had a cool top rope move. Yeah. He was
0: he is splash, a very short range splash, broken record.
1: Yeah, impressive for an obese motherfucker. So, yeah, you I know. think so. Absolutely.
0: And uh, he was accompanied by Salt and Peppa at one point, I think at Clash of the Champions. Salt and Peppa also accompanied Lawrence Taylor at WrestleMania 11.
1: I was thinking about that today where Bam Bam came out and he was going to walk over and like beat the crap out of the with the short girl. I don't know if that, Peppa, that's Salt or Pep.
0: Salt, or, Salt or,
1: Peppa. or Pep, The short one with the short hair.
0: He's going to assault Peppa.
1: Yeah, he was gonna like, he was gonna beat them up or whatever.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but then you know he decided to walk towards the ring, and then you know um, they sang their song or whatever. Or the uh, LT is a good man or whatever.
0: Yeah, what a man of,
1: like, I mo- think. Yeah, like LT is such a great man. Or yeah. He's what yeah. a man or whatever. But even though he's got like multiple cocaine <laughs> convictions or whatever, cocaine <laughs> possession convictions, he's still a good man. But sure. It's deep all down. good. Yeah, I mean that was a good match, you know. Oh yeah, I mean Bam Bam really did carry LT to a really good match. So I uh, can't I can't fault I can't fault Hip Hop this time around.
0: Yeah, I remember Ice T uh, rapped at a WrestleMania too. I think he is uh, WrestleMania 2000. He accompanied who was it? D-Lo and uh, the Godfather. I think they were pimps.
1: Oh really? Yeah, I'm oh, pretty man. sure. Oh man! I mean, what happened? I mean. That kind of just fell by the wayside. Was that was that the show with like the like the with the six with the four man main yeah, event? Yeah, that or was the four
0: man main event. So
1: and Triple H won. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, fuck that show then. Indeed. <laughs> I right. I really don't care to remember too much about okay. that, other than the ladder match, the the table out the TLC match. Yes. That was okay.
0: Yes, that was good stuff.
1: Yeah, Scott Keith gave that like ten stars or whatever.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, must be good then.
1: Of course. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. Oh, Don't Step to Ron. This was uh, Ron Simmons Entrance Music. I don't know if this is the first rap, uh, entrance music. I actually remember the the Nasty Boys theme in the in the WWF. It was largely turntable scratching, which I thought was interesting. But uh I don't
1: remember that though. Yeah,
0: this is uh stuff only I remember, but this was uh okay. this one actually got released on the slam jam C D, so uh
1: Ooh.
0: and it's uh, pretty shitty too, so why don't we take a listen to this one right now? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Off guard with a suplex, even if you got a lot of weight. See, I worked out back in my days in Florida State, so I can take you out. As a matter of fact, I'm attacking you like you're a quarterback and whip be like it don't make sense. From an ex-football All-American on defense, so it's like that. Step to the mat and I'll show you where it's at. And it won't be nothing fun. You made a big mistake when you stepped to run. from Georgia, don't stop to run, don't stop to run.
0: all right yeah that was that was really bad
1: get on
0: (laughs) don't step to run i don't yeah I would, I don't know.
1: I, I like the beat to that. It just seems just too low key, you know. I mean. Yeah, I the guy's not really very
0: excited just, about it.
1: You know, I mean, con- considering that, like, what, what what time frame was this? Around 91, 92, 91,
0: 92 I think ninety two. I
1: mean, there's no. I mean, there's no reason that like they could have couldn't have gotten some other like hardcore rapper guy around that time. They could have gotten like Schooly D or whatever. Sure. To come in and say something. Or Cool G Rap, you know. I mean he would've he would've killed that verse, you know, he would have killed a verse talking about Han Simmons is the greatest or whatever. Yeah. But, you Played know, cool G Rap, you know. Anybody from the Juice crew.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Whoever that is.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll take your word for it. But um actually yeah. around this time you had the uh the awesome too cold Scorpio theme, which was uh, I also had the skit where he was at the playground and he uh, heckled kids yeah. for not stepping to school he or dunked
1: or that shit. ball, man.
0: That's right. That was a good song. I won't play that, though. All right. Uh, on to the WWF, we had Mom, or Men on a Mission, which is Mo, Oscar, mm-hmm. and Mabel. Actually, I remember I talked about last week Moe and Mabel were in uh, Memphis prior to this. They were just the Harlem Knights. They didn't have a rap gimmick. They were just two guys from Harlem. And uh, When they got to the WWF, they added Oscar, the rapper. This was more uh, more bright colors and fat fat guys, which was a motif at this time for rap gimmicks and and they they were about making a difference. They were on a mission, so they, they had made this... a
1: difference like Fatu. That's
0: right. Like they by Two. They made yes. a yeah. They they made a difference in the world by fake fighting and beating up other people. So word. Yeah, men on a mission.
1: I like I mean I like men on a mission because they come out and they were waving their hands like they just don't care.
3: No, yeah, they didn't and care. Even
1: though I was I was a kid at that time, so I also while watching wrestling at Saturday mornings at twelve o'clock. I also waved my hands like I just didn't care while they came out. But I don't remember the matches very well. I just remember like the camera zooming in and zooming out while Oscar <laughs> was on the mic and telling all these, telling a thousand Caucasians to just wave their hands like they just don't care. But it was all good.
0: That's right. They were still in this. It's still rap is a harmless gimmick, I think, between this and PN News, just guys being sad. And
1: they and really wrinklers. should have came out like NWA and just fucking killed everybody. Oh, honest, it but, was
0: funny when they when they turned heel. They didn't go, you know, gangsta anything like that. They just kicked nah. out Oscar, and they were royalty. It's that's
1: ridiculous, a, yeah, because cause, cause Mabel was king. So. Yeah,
0: he was king Mabel and yeah. Sermo. That was a yeah. that's a missed opportunity right there.
1: It's too bad, you know. But you know, there was a team that did take the torch. Oh yeah, and did and did you know did start to rip shit, yep. and we all know who that is. And you can just tell it to the people right now.
0: Well, we'll get to them in a second. Actually, I want to get I, to uh, I want to get to white people as rappers.
1: All right, white people. I mean, I love white people, but you know, sure. Credit.
0: But uh, I think uh, yeah, I remember PG 13 in Memphis also 1993 doing the white boy mm-hmm. gimmick, kind of a takeoff of uh, Vanilla Ice. Uh, I, I never. I, I remember I listened to Jamie Dundee's interview where he talked about doing a lot of drugs, and uh, yeah. I still don't really get the I'm name a big fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> Is is PG thirteen slang for something like pussy getting thirteen? No, no, I don't
1: really, I don't think so. But all I know is that like it makes I me. Mean, I'm listening to his interview, maybe want to like watch more PG thirteen for mm. some reason. So I'm thinking that I'm eventually going to get into watching like more Memphis stuff. Yep. Because like he kind of, he kind of, he, what he was, he, he painted like an interesting picture of how Memphis wrestling was like, and. And because it was like com- it sounds like completely different from the stuff that I was watching as a kid. Oh yeah. I think looking at it as an adult will make me appreciate their stuff a little bit more nowadays. Mm. So I'm eventually going to start watching more Memphis. I think just just for the hell of it. Like I want to see Wolfie D and I want to see JCI.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk about is that. You know, Sky Too Hotty has just been released a couple of weeks ago, you know, that's right. and I think that there could be a little bit, I mean, I think that in Memphis, they should, they should just scrap the Too Cool 2 and give us the give the people the feel that they want to see, and that's Too Cool versus PG-13, mm. because I'll watch that, you know, the people meaning myself and my cat.
3: <laughs> if, you, so, if
1: you
0: lived in Memphis, that'd be even better. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I don't think there are gonna to be too many brown people living in Memphis. So no, you, well, um, I don't know, you may I'll, be right. Yeah, but I'll be one of those internet fans, you know. There you go. So yeah, who thinks they know everything about Memphis, even though I never lived there or knew any of the angles growing up or whatever. But yeah, still I'll I'll still act like I'm so much more smarter than and better than everybody else that actually paid when money to go see them. Are you talking? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Right. Or we we had public enemy in, in uh in ECW back in the day. Not a rap gimmick per se, but uh given that they took their the name streets, yeah know? like so they I were mean, from the hood which was you know, amazing cuz they were like two white guys one of whom was like 40 years old at the time but whatever I'm really
1: happy him. I'm really happy for them they actually I mean Rock o Rock had been in the business for at least oh yeah 10 years or whatever I mean he'd been he'd been struggling to make a name for himself wrestling as a cheetah kid wrestling in weird countries in the far east you know for I mean for not that much money you know and wrestling as like the partner of Colonel De Beers in that WCW tournament That's right. where he tried to do like a, like a tope and Rick Steiner wouldn't, didn't catch him. And, yeah. you know, I mean, he had a rough career for a long time and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of happy that they got their run, you know, that Rocco, I mean, Rocco Rock got his, got, got a run in the end, you know, yeah. I mean, sure he was at the like the point where his body was starting to break down, but I mean, they did make a name for themselves, you know, yeah. I mean, too bad they're both dead, but you know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I noticed run. that
0: too. I thought about, I'm like, oh yeah, they're both dead, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, but they they both they got their run. I mean, yeah. Johnny Grunge playing the alcoholic sidekick and Rocker Rock being the being the obvious star of the team. You know, I mean they. I mean, even though they're completely mismatched as far as like wrestling ability goes, I mean, it, it seems like they uh, as person. I I it seems as though. Somehow their personalities messed. Mm-hmm. and it was believable to the people who came to the ECW arena week after week. So um, good for them.
0: All right. I'm just going to throw out the uh, Insane Clown Posse's name because they were white, and they were all over the place in the late 90s. And uh, uh-huh. I'd have a lot more to say than that. Yeah. All right. On to uh, – you You were you were hinting towards this. Uh, I think it's time we mentioned New Jack and Mustafa, the gangsters.
1: Exactly.
0: A topic I know near and dear to your heart. So I'll let you. Uh... Exactly,
1: absolutely, because you know New Jack pretty much revolutionized the black nationalism stance in professional wrestling. He wasn't going to take it no more. He wasn't going to play an Uncle Tom or whatever, like some people would say. Coco Beware did for about fifteen hundred years, you know. Sure. I mean, he wasn't going to do that. He was going to speak his mind and piss people off, you know. And this this guy named Yo Dog at YouTube actually posted about ten or 12, eleven videos. Oh I mean, yeah, uh, about about the gangsters, and they, I mean they rip shit. Uh, you know, Mustafa's standing around vigorously eating a watermelon while while New Jack just 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 tears into the people. Yep, and I, I think it's kind of a I think when I think about New Jack's career, I think that he really could have been a huge, a bigger star than, mm-hmm. uh than, than he is right now. I think that he had, I mean, every time I watched Bobby last year, I think if he had even an ounce of the personality New Jack had, he'd be a huge star. You know?
3: Yeah.
1: And it's, I mean, but regardless, I think that considering the things that New Jack does, that he's, he's, he has, uh, achieved a lot and you can't take that away from him as far as Mustafa goes hilarious promo uh, very awkward in the, in the ring
0: I mean you look at the stuff they were saying this is in Smoky Mountain which is uh,
1: right, people, you know,
0: the stuff they were saying talking about being thankful for OJ because now there are two less white people in the world I mean that's crazy shit to say in front of uh, the, the, the Smoky Mountain crowd in the Smoky Mountain area but um, yeah it's
1: kind of amazing that that was like their debut in wrestling you know mm. and they came in with that push right away, you know I mean New Jack's, New Jack's I mean he, the first place, the first territory they actually wrestled in was Smoky Mountain, and Cornette decided to give these two guys a push, yeah, right off the bat. you know I don't think New Jack, New Jack was wrestling for over a year you know before he got to Smoky Mountain, and Cornette gave him the ball.
3: Yep actually so,
1: I remember kind of seeing him
0: in, uh, in Memphis actually teaming up with a white oh. guy named Homeboy.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, I know that I know that Dundee did talk about that on his shoot about yeah. how like they decided to replace pg thirteen or whatever because they weren't around or they're in yeah. Puerto Rico or whatever.
0: and then I think he went so, to North Georgia wrestling and he met Mustafa and then they went to Smoky Mountain, but you're right, it was a very short amount of time before they went to.
1: Uh, I gotta give props to Ray Candy, you know because Ray candy did did train that's right new, yeah new, Ray candy did did train uh new Jack, and uh, I think that there's like a really cool photo of Ray Candy. And uh a toilet seat choking out I think it might be him and Brody in a toilet seat somewhere <laughs> in puerto rico sure if you if you check the uh if you check Melch's, uh tributes book, I think the second one I think Brody's like choking out candy with the, with a toilet seat all right but uh I wish I knew more about Ray candy mm. but th- there's nothing on wikipedia there's nothing on the internet it's, and it and sucks, and no one ever brings his name up you know. He's one uh, of the lost great workers of, of, of wrestling. Ray Candy. I
0: don't That's know a man. lot about Ray Candy, so I, I would have to
1: No that doesn't matter. It's, it's, a, it's a damn shame. Other than, like, he had a pretty good run in Florida, you know, wrestling for, like, the Zambui Express. I mean, I know nothing about this man, and it sucks. Hmm.
0: And, uh, oh, we, we can't forget playing Natural Born Killers throughout New Jack's Absolutely. matches. That was really, that was actually a, a pretty big part of the experience of uh, of the New Jack experience.
1: Exactly, you know, it was killer straight out the nutsack. You know, come on. <laughs> Indeed. Uh,
0: yeah. Let's go. WCW. Uh, Someone around this time frame. Remember DJ Ran at Nitro? He was all up in your area.
1: Yeah, he was garbage, man. I mean, like he didn't say anything profound. wasn't Wasn't making anybody feel anything one way or another. Like, am I supposed to think you're a cool person or something? Because in the end, I actually like Ricky Rackford about 100 times more than I like DJ Rand. Ouch. Like if DJ Rand actually was a heel and was like an angry DJ and did not give a fuck what people thought, then I think that he would have been more liked by wrestling fans. But yeah. unfortunately, that wasn't the case.
0: Sadly, no. We also had uh, Conan's music video, which uh, showed up at mm-hmm. Halloween Havoc 98. I remember CRZ hated this video. In fact, I'm going to read a little excerpt from. Uh, from an old Go his. right
1: there, read Mr. Zimmer, Zimmerman stuff.
0: All right. <clears throat> Conan's new music video combining stolen elements from both Atomic Dog and more Bounce to the Ounce. This video is a tasteful uh, melange of racial stereotype, retro electric breakdance moves, rather oddly placed zoot suits, and also some hoochies. Now skip ahead there. Uh, I would rate this video as something stronger than TVG, but at least K-Dog doesn't believe he's a bus, where does he take the grass out of my pocket and smoke it? Vato, 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 vato et cetera, et cetera. So he was not happy. They, they show this, like, I, I mean, Conan didn't have an album or anything like that. He just made a, a song no. and a video, and they just played it. Right. This was around three-hour Nitro, so they had a lot of shit to fill.
1: I mean, they had a lot of, I mean, they had a lot of time on their hands for three hours. I mean, I know that it probably wasn't the best viewing experience, but um... – I kind of like what Disco did, you know. Yeah, with did, the, we did
0: the have uh, Disco's version of that, which was
1: actually Disco's version was actually about a million times better. So I don't really mind the fact that they did play, play or overplay that video because I know that video was probably around a couple of weeks, but they didn't just play that video just once, did they? No,
0: oh, no. this was uh, they did this play was a that
1: like course. more than once. I mean, Conan can never complain about never getting a push or whatever, or never getting TV time because. He was around all that whole time. Like yep. he can never complain about that, you know. I mean, he was around. I mean, I was just think about him today like he was, I mean, sure he I mean his body was breaking down around that time or whatever, but I mean, I mean, he did have, I mean, for a while like the, the people were actually interested in what he had to say, you know. It's yeah. just too bad that he keeps kept on saying the same shit over and over and over again, you know. Yep. But
0: uh, let's see. Oh, moving on to Master P. I love I love yeah. this so much. WCW decided. I loved
1: it. My yeah, favorite, they my favorite angle of all time.
0: They decided it'd be a good idea to line up with uh, with rapper and and label head of No Limit Records, <laughs> Master P, who was uh, I would say an R rated rapper. Going along with the mm-hmm. G rated WCW, sure. Mm-hmm. What did um? Were you were you a, a fan of Master P back then? I I certainly admired his business acumen, but uh.
1: I did admire his business acumen, but, I mean, he had this one song. I mean, he he just liked rapping about drugs in the beginning before he became a huge fucking star, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. but during the time that he had come out, I was just all like, well, whatever, it's Master P. He's going to make me say R or whatever. I mean, whatever. I don't really give a shit about him. But when I think about it and look back, I do re- respect this Zachman. I don't respect the fact that he decided to put Chase Tatum on his new No Limit, Soldier yeah. Team, you know. I mean, Chase Tatum was terrible. He's probably one of the worst wrestlers ever to get on a get on an actual wrestling stable, you know.
0: Yeah, and swole. I mean,
1: do you remember? Yeah. Oh, he was swole. Was he may have been the worst. The hard punch. The hard punch. punch. Is, I love the hard punch and. I think I found out that he was actually trained by Brad Reagan, so I can't really hate on him too much.
0: Well, he was I remember he got I remember reading in Death of WCW that Swole was making $400,000 a year, seriously. And it, but he he was uh he was arrested because he was behind on his child support even though he was making oh, 400k. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, then fuck him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, actually I have to mention this uh Silk the Shocker's birthday party segment where
1: Oh yes, yes,
0: yes. Yeah, where um, where uh, it was uh, I guess Silk the Shocker, Master P's brother, I I think, and uh, it was his birthday.
1: Yeah, it is, his, it is, his brother for real.
0: Yep, so. and uh, they were having a party for him on on Nitro. Uh, Kurt Henning came okay. out. I, uh, a week before Kurt broke a CD or something in front of Master P. He didn't he didn't like rap, but he came out with uh with a present. He said, hey, you know, "I'm here to make peace." Gave it to uh to Silk. Silk opened it. It was a black cowboy hat. Uh, something like this, so he stomped on the hat and uh, they assaulted uh, like five on one, they assaulted Kurt, even though they're baby faces they beat him with pastry, and this ended up being the lowest rated segment in two years for nitro
1: i I loved it man i loved I loved anything that that crew did, you know, I mean, the West Texas rednecks, you know I mean, what a great gimmick you know yeah. I think about Kurt I mean. I mean, I love I love Kudenchik. You know when I mean during those Mister Perfect days. Not as much as a manager or commentator, but you know when he was in the ring, I did I I I did enjoy watching him. But my favorite redneck out of that whole crew had to have been Bobby Duncombe Jr. You know, I mean that guy. He came he came in first night in he hog ties Kurt Jericho and right. find out that he's actually a real I mean he actually knows how to play bass guitar which makes it even better you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean he was a, he knew how to play bass so it's even better. <laughs> I mean I I love that that might have been my favorite stable of all time other than maybe like you know, watching NWO uh announcement clips or whatever. I mean, I mean Rednecks are right up there as far as I'm concerned and then probably number 3 would be like DX, you know. But Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, Kurt Kurt got together the West Tes- uh, Texas Rednecks, and it, it was so ass backwards because they'd have matches against No Limit Soldiers, but guys would interfere for the babyfaces, and it just it was just so goofy. And uh, the uh, the West Texas uh, West Texas Rednecks actually recorded a song called "Rap uh-huh. Is Crap," which uh, is finally yeah. remembered. In fact, let's listen to it now. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: How many people just hate rap music?
2: You know, we got a brand new song here. We're going to whip on you. It's called. Rap is crap, and it go like this right here. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. I like country music. I love country girls. I like Willie Nelson. And don't forget about Merle. There's only one thing that I hate Cause it's a bunch of crap I hate rap I like NASCAR racing Richard Petty still the king Yeah, they call me a redneck But you know that's a beautiful thing There's only one thing that I hate Cause it's a bunch of crap I hate rap There's
3: only one thing that I hate Cause it's a bunch of crap I hate
2: rap Rap is crap Rap is
3: is
1: crap
0: Alright, I still love that. I don't know know why we're playing a song that makes fun of rap on a a show dedicated to rap. I
1: love it. I love it because it's just it's just original shit, you know, and it's just too bad that, like, WCW didn't run with it because, yeah. I mean, I mean, at one moment you think that, you know, Kurt Hennig's career is in the dumps, that nothing's going to happen, that he's just going to, you know, he's there to lose. I mean, his, him and his crew are going to lose to the soldiers and then he's going to go fall by the wayside. And then, you know, somehow that guy was able to like, get a song out Probably with Jimmy Hart's help, and you know, became kind of like a underground hit, you know, on some like country stations. Yeah, this got played on some
0: country stations, but yeah, they didn't run with it; they just crapped on it because things didn't go according to
1: plan. One other thing I want to talk about. What's that? Shane. Shane.
0: What about Shane?
1: Shane, the fifth member of the Rednecks. Oh
0: right, forgot about that.
1: Shane, let's not hate on Shane, you know.
0: Shane, the it's former uh, Virgil, Vincent, uh, whatever.
1: <laughs> Mike
0: Jones. Mike Jones, that's right, renamed Shane. I'd forgotten about that. Well, God.
1: I'm, I heard he was like a top star in like some small territory before actually getting that Virgil role. But I think it was like
0: sure Soul Train Jones or something like that. I may have butchered that name. I don't know. But uh,
1: Maybe, maybe you have, you know. But I heard that he was actually kind of a, a top star in small territory before getting that role.
0: He had a good yeah. gig for a long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, just standing around looking mean. I mean, count money. He did look believable as like a tough, like badass kind of guy that you wouldn't really want to mess with. You know? Sure. So, yeah, I mean, I know that they are definitely playing on that like color aspect of things, you know, yeah. the racial aspect by having a black butler or the white man who's rich, you know. Sure. But that whole dynamic worked perfectly for the time. So.
3: Mm. All uh, right. Good to him.
0: Back to the WWF, we had uh, Aggression. Uh, this was an album that came out, I think, in 2000, roundabouts there, where they had rappers doing new entrance music for for wrestlers. I, yeah. I own a, I own a copy of this. I couldn't find it though, but I
1: remember. Damn it!
0: I really like the Run DMC theme they did for DX. Run I DMC got some. as much uh,
1: possible. They got some like redemption
0: after WrestleMania mm-hmm. Five. Yeah, they put the wrong things right. So. Uh, yeah, and I mean, what do you think? I mean. They had, I mean, sometimes they don't have, I guess, famous rappers doing, I mean, someone like Shelton Benjamin or Crime Time, I don't know who they bring in, probably not a big name. Do these things, these uh, themes jump out at you at all? Are you like, oh, this is pretty good, this sucks? I remember Billy Kidman had a really, the guy who was like totally imitating DMX, and I remember that being a lot of fun.
1: Uh, I don't know, like, when I hear like current rap songs, it doesn't really mean as much now.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I know that like 3-6 Mafia did a song from Mark Henry, but like... Yep. I think that, that, I mean, it doesn't really mean as much now. I think that at least for that first night when they reintroduce like a, a theme song for a guy, and it, especially if it's done by like a big like a rap star or any kind of like musical, you know, star, Grammy Award winner or whatever, yep. they should try to get those guys to come in and walk, I mean, rap the song while the guy's coming into the ring, you know, especially if you're going to give him like a big, big heel push like they, like they were giving Henry at the time, you know? Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if like for that first night in, it could be a, even if it's like a SmackDown that's like opposite the Super Bowl or whatever that would happen. <laughs> no,
0: that wouldn't happen, but
1: it. not on a Friday night. No, but, no, but I mean, it would be nice if they would do something like that for a guy where they have. I mean, instead of doing it on like some crappy WrestleMania, like WrestleMania 2000, and have Ice T come out, they do it on a SmackDown. Say that so and so is going to come, come and rap or whatever then do an angle where, like, the the rapper is talking to a superstar, and he's like, yeah, man, you know, he gives him some money, or, you know, does something heelish in order to get people to turn on the rapper, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they could do so much more than what they do now, I think, when introducing music and rap music. I think what they do with Ozzy Osbourne was kind of crap, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I hate Ozzy nowadays, so whatever. I mean, he'll probably croak it for years, so... Mm whatever mm-hmm. Actually
0: I forgot to mention Silk the Shocker the aforementioned uh, birthday party celebrator actually does MVP's uh-huh. theme right now
1: I love that song I listen to that as much as possible that's like my god that's, that's that's what's driving me right now at my job you know yeah. when I hear that one two you hear the clock ticking yeah. I just start thinking about, like, wow, I'm going to get out of work soon. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, I do get a clock ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't know. That song,
0: that song besides the, the chorus, is good. The beginning's good. That the lyrics are really kind of shitty, though. Like, I'm listening to that, and I'm like, I, I could do this, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I you know. could, but, like, your, your accent will probably get in the way of getting all the street smart people to actually <sighs> buy a single. Or,
0: You're probably you know, right. I think
1: that might that might get in the way, Joe. I mean, if Joe, maybe you need to do your own remix. To MVP's theme song, put it on the internet and have people decide which one, which is better. You know, maybe probably not on a wrestling forum because I think people would be like kissing up, kissing your ass, and trying yeah. to like get on your shoulder next week or whatever. Oh, that could so be. But you might want to, yeah, you might want really to put that like on your blog and see what like normal people think instead.
0: This may happen. So, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, it could happen. Like you know, MVP theme, Boston Joe versus the World remix. You could have yourself on, Hobbs on, Cubs on. I would preferably like do like the introduction okay. like Marley Marl does on the symphony or like O D B does on Triumph. You know, I'd rather do that instead than rap. But like it could be something that would change the the internet wrestling community forever and would have certain people who think that Wrestling is gonna be like their their take take off to internet superstardom, weep in bed in the middle of the night and cry and wonder where things really did go wrong and how come they didn't get any more unique hits that day
0: yeah I what a posse that would be, Hobbs and uh, the Cubs. yeah, you could get
1: about seven people on that, Albert Ching as well. you could do like a another version of it mm. and you could have have Matt Feuerstein... And Justin Shapiro do like a Yiddish version of it. Like that could really yes. take off. You know, you don't. You really don't know. Like they could remix that thing and make it like, like you know, it could it could really take off in an amazing way, and it could probably change the face of the world as we know it.
0: This may happen. It probably won't.
1: Anyway, it sounds promising though.
0: It does, but so, uh
1: don't don't discount the idea.
0: No, I certainly won't. All right, mm-hmm. back to. uh rapping the Road Dog K-Quick team from uh, 2000 this was short lived and for good reason I remember uh, I actually looked this up through CRZ again I remember Road Dog was wrestling William Regal K-Quick just mm-hmm. showed up he hit William Regal with a microphone and then uh, the Road Dog instead of being mad that he just lost the match they started rapping with uh, K-Quick K-Quick of course being Ron Killings who has a beef with I mean, John Cena and some embarrassing raps out there
1: but uh, yeah Yeah but he decided to get rowdy and he was about to move some things so I mean you can not hear him.
0: You can yeah. get rowdy.
1: Get rowdy I'm about to move some things, you know, <laughs> or some thangs. Get I your... can't say it like the African Americans do, so yeah. maybe someone needs to teach me how to speak like they do.
0: Sure. Get your hat rack cracked or
1: something. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I it's think your hat rack's your
0: head, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I
1: right. always just think about hat racks like I need a hat rack.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you need a place to hang your hat.
1: Exactly. Literally. Like if I ever get like a hat like Dick Tracy, I'll know where to put it, you know. Hell of an idea. Exactly.
0: All right. Oh, and something big we had John Cena. Remember when John Cena was just a dude? He just was a dude who wrestled?
1: Yeah, with green tights, right? With green short tights?
0: He had he had like I remember that was actually a gimmick was that he had like two hundred pairs of tights, which is kinda of funny now he doesn't wear them, but he had one no. to match like the the colors of every local sports team for every city he could possibly visit. But yeah, I remember he had like powder blue and green and all that. But I remember, uh, SmackDown and what was that? 2002. I want to say. Yeah. He, um, it was a Halloween party and, uh, he dressed up as vanilla ice, did some raps for Steph. Yeah, you know, okay. It was pretty, uh, got over a bit. So he was doing them the week after that. I kept doing them. He was a, a heel rapper. Finally, and uh, teamed up with Bull Buchanan as B squared, very briefly, and, and then uh, yeah, teamed up with Rodney Mac too. I think I don't remember that, but um.
1: you know what they should have done when I think about it is I have I'm a really big mark mm-hmm. for the Pythagorean theorem. Yeah. So I think what they should have done is remember when A Train was uh, with the hip hop hippo. Yep. Well, they could have done like a three man team where Albert or A Train would have become A Square. But we can't become B-square. And Cena could have become just John, C-square, Cena. So it would become A-square plus B-square plus C-square like I learned uh, like I learned in high school. And they could have had like a finishing move where it could be called the Pythagorean theorem. And, you know, kids would learn mathematics as well as watching wrestling. And it would become a huge thing, you know.
0: They could use a triangle choke.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know, because, you know... I mean, all those angles have to become 180 degrees eventually, right?
3: Yeah, that's exactly. right.
1: Exactly.
0: I forget about and the hip hop is... hippo. Actually,
1: I'm glad you brought that exactly. up. Exactly. Let's not hate. Don't hate on that, you
0: know. Oh no, no, that's but right. um, yeah, uh, John Cena has uh, has stopped doing the raps. I don't. I guess mm-hmm. he just talks on the mic now. It's he still carries uh, a lot of um, I guess uh, there's still a lot of carryover. He has the spinning bling belt. Uh, you know the the dress style, he's the chains. He's got
1: credibility. You yeah. know, he's got, he's been on covers with Method Man, you know, he's done songs with Freddie Fox. I mean, what's the next step after, you know, being able to be seen with Method Man, Freddie Fox? I mean, that's, that's credible hip hop people right there. Yeah. I mean, hopefully he doesn't do a song with like copyright or hopefully he doesn't do a duet with like. He actually doesn't do a song with some, like, whack, whack rapper like Titty Boy from Disturbing the Peace Crew. <laughs> I have
0: you know no what idea I mean? who these people are. There's
1: a rapper named Titty Boy. Titty Boy. Exactly. Okay. Titty Boy. You can look him up. <laughs> There's a rapper named Titty Boy. I will look Who's in up. rap group or whatever. He's I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, and... uh John Cena actually did put out his own album in uh, 2005. I proudly own a copy. I know you do as well. Well, you you got it as a gift. I actually went out and bought this for
1: myself. Yeah, Christmas gift. But like, I'll say that he did put out his own album. But like, he wasn't selling it in the back of his trunk. Nope. Like Mr. Master P was, you know. So I mean, I, I mean, it's commendable that he actually got someone to actually <laughs> make copies of the album for him and distribute it for him. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of good that like Cena wasn't like standing in the parking lot of the arena after the show <laughs> to the people. Yeah, that, I mean, that would be kind of bad, you know. That
0: would be bad. Although he probably would have made more money that way than going through SmackDown yeah. records.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, I mean still, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good hustle for him, you know. Yeah, not bad. You gotta get paid. It's commendable. Okay, yeah, okay. That,
0: that album's actually uh, a lot better than it should be, although I, um, you know, I'm not not gonna throw. away I disagree
1: your... on that. I think the three songs were good, and like nine songs were horrendous. And <laughs> I just, I can't. I, I like some. I like a, a couple. Of, I like single, and I liked about two other songs, but the rest is just, just crap, and I just couldn't get into it. I think it might have just been the beats. So, uh, they're very cheap beats. Yeah, it is horrible. And if it, I don't know who to blame it on, but if it was Seven Seven L and Esoteric that did produce all the beats for that for, for that album, then fuck you guys. And if wow. it was just some local dude who they just, you know, got a beat CD from and just decided to get it from, then just fuck you, Cena. <laughs> fuck you, man. Stick to wrestling in the ring and giving lackluster suplex to, to apathetic fans.
0: <laughs> all right. Speaking of uh, wrestlers who put albums out, we had Be A Man, Randy Savage's inexplicable rap album in 2003, the highlight of which was the eponymous song Be A Man, where he spent the entire song challenging Hulk Hogan, even threatening to kick you in the butt and wash your mouth out with soap. It may as well have been called Midlife Crisis the album, although he did have that tribute to uh, Mr. Perfect, as you pointed out to me. So can't
1: can't exactly. say it's all bad. You can't say it's all bad. I think, you know, when I think about Macho Man, I think about his great match with Ultimate Warrior. People still haven't forgotten it after nope. all these years. It's too bad that he didn't put out a song about that match because <laughs> I think it was a poignant song.
3: Yeah.
1: It would have been a poignant song, but I mean, what can you do, you know? I mean, it's just hard as it is nowadays, you know, dealing with all the things that you gotta deal with as a professional wrestler who's retired and having to deal with people who are dying left or right and whatnot. And I just I mean thinking about things, you know, you makes you things and then I, I hear I hear <laughs> I, I read these words. I mean I, I feel these words coming into my head. Hey Kurt, we miss you but we know you're in a better place. It's kinda hard as time goes on and I don't see your face. So clinch I'm clinching them holding on to memories. I remember the times rolling strong just you and me. It's real hard sometimes to keep it going day to day, but I know you wouldn't want it any other way. So I keep it moving, doing what I got to do, and that's a tribute, I'm ded- dedicating the song to you. You are per- my perfect friend right there until the end. I'm ever missing you until we meet again. Can't explain this pain. Never felt like this. Mr. Perfect, don't you know that you'll truly be missed? So, I mean, there's a lot of love, you know, coming yeah. from master Man's heart in that album. He poured his before his soul talking about Kurt Hennig. But there are a lot of other feuds that he could have brought up. I mean, the Warrior feud, the feud with Jake the Snake. He could have done a tribute on the Jake the Snake and the snake biting him on his bicep. I mean, that would have been cool. True. Or Miss Elizabeth or something, you know.
0: Yeah. That's a shame. But
1: yeah. last
0: thing I had on my list was the Urban Wrestling Association, which I never saw. And uh, I don't know. This is on... I don't know. I don't know where it was on. All I remember was Mike Modis was one of the trainers. I think some guy got engulfed in flames or something during a match, and that's all I know.
1: Uh huh. I don't but, really know too much about it, other than it was on. Like a, they someone said it was on BET, but yeah, who knows?
0: Who knows? Well, I think that's uh, that's everything I had to cover. Did we miss anything? uh I'm sure we did uh, there's a lot you know maybe a rapper shows up at a show or something gets front row seats or or maybe way in the back, I don't know, but we covered quite a bit
1: we did i mean i think i i think uh I and you or to be grammatically correct, Joe and myself covered as much as we possibly could, yeah, and if anyone's really gonna complain about it, then they can kind of just suck a dick, you know so i mean whatever sure. yeah i I mean I had a good i had a good uh, time on the show talking about wrestling and um, I just want to leave while I mean I just want to just put these thoughts into your mind to all the wrestling fans out there and it's from this rapper Sa- Sa- Saigon I learned from Vince Man, if you're the color of cocoa beware of the honky talk man exactly
0: <laughs> I can think of no finer way to end that except say, thanking everyone at the, the Death Valley Driver for the, the uh, non-stick wrestling may you rest in peace along with Vince McMahon everyone for your help Max Power at F4W Board for the uh, WrestleRock Rumble and uh, Kid Zombie gave me some multimedia help this week as well and I encourage everyone to visit joeversusworld.com or thecubsfan.com for a full archive of all our previous shows including all of Tanveer's prior appearances all highly recommended Yeah. yeah if you enjoy yeah, this you'll it. enjoy them this, I think this was your best show but uh, plenty of other fun to be had there
1: and yeah, I, I
0: guess that's going to do it. I'll be back, uh, I don't know. I'm...
1: I got plugs. I got plugs. Oh,
0: you got to plug something. Why don't you plug Absolutely. away?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I like to plug a couple of sites. Um, the yep. If you haven't heard of it, it's at the greatest site on the internet. Cubs fan is a, is a near and dear friend of mine for, uh, on the internet for like <laughs> a million years. Mm-hmm. And he's a nice guy. Like If you email him and you actually say something that interests him, he will email you back. So that's cool. And uh I want to also plug Joe vs. the World as like the greatest radio show known to mankind. i say so. And I also want to... I have, a, I have a new blog. I decided to make a new blog. Um, dedicated to my hero, my favorite of all time, the Iron Sheik, because I'm a fucking dork like that. So I decided to do a site a blog dedicated to just Iron Chic on YouTube. So uh, I made a blog called Iron Chic YouTube Review dot <laughs> where I talk about <laughs> where I talk about every single Iron Chic YouTube video. Wow. <laughs> no, no anything that with the Iron Chic on YouTube I'm gonna talk about because I'm weird like that. I have nothing better to do at work or at home when I'm just bored or drunk off my ass, like that's what I'm going to do from now on. So, yeah, check that out. Leave me comments and go to the other two sites that I said from before.
0: Yeah, we'll put a link up to the uh, the Iron Sheik Review site. And uh, yeah. I can't wait to see that myself. So.
1: Oh, it's like the greatest thing on the man. I bet it is. I love it. It's like my child.
0: Wow. All right, that's going to do it. Do you have any final words for the people?
1: I hate all of you. Fuck all of you. Die.
0: Peace out. All right. We're going to play – I don't have a rap song to play at the end here because I didn't feel like it. So thanks, everyone, for listening. I will talk to you soon.
3: Peace. Peace.